You're listening to Aussie Fire, a guide to financial independence for Australians. We're big fans of sharing experiences and talking about money. But remember, any advice is general and does not consider your financial situation, needs or objectives. So consider whether it's appropriate for you. Chapter 11, Why You Should Invest ASAP by Kate Campbell from How To Money. Welcome to this chapter on why you should invest ASAP. I'm Kate Campbell, personal finance educator and co-host of the Australian Finance Podcast, and I'm super excited to talk about the importance of starting this journey as soon as you can. Considering that you're reading this guide, I'm sure you've either thought about or already started investing, which is absolutely fantastic. Without investing in some capacity, it's a little tricky to reach financial independence unless you're lucky enough to win the lottery. So it's important to get started as early as you can. And you is a really important word that I want you to keep in mind there. In this chapter, I'm going to show you just how important it is to start investing ASAP. And we're going to go through some of the following sections, including making choices because you have more than you realize, getting started early the magic of compound interest, making mistakes early, which is something we definitely need to talk more about, and some of my favourite mistakes to avoid. Let's talk about making choices because you have more than you realise. Over the past seven years of interviewing people about money and investing on my first podcast, How To Money, and my second podcast that I run with Owen Rusk, the Australian Finance Podcast, One of the biggest takeaways that we get from guests is to start as early as possible. Now, they weren't always talking about investing. It's also essential to start learning about personal finance, getting your foundations in place, investing in yourself and your career early on. Because sometimes we can get so caught up with everything we think we need to know about money and investing that we can delay doing anything for years. But here's the thing. Not doing anything is still a choice. By not making a choice, something or someone will choose for us. The risk of leaving all your cash in a bank account for years is quite high, not only in the opportunity loss that you have to learn, to experiment, to make those mistakes yourself, but also because of that silent killer of wealth, inflation. No one wakes up overnight knowing exactly what to do with their finances But you can take that first step. It's not always going to feel easy, but just because something is hard doesn't mean it's the wrong decision. I really want that statement to stick with you as you go throughout your financial independence journey, because sometimes there's going to be trade-offs and there's always trade-offs in life, but especially when we want to do something different to the norm when it comes to our finances. Just think, right now you're starting a lifelong personal finance journey where you only need to take one step at a time, but each action you take adds another piece of the puzzle by recognizing that you don't need to have it all figured out to get started. And to be honest, most of us don't. You can choose to start investing at any age because you have the power to take back control over your financial journey, but you've got to take that first step. Now, I hope we're done with the inspirational pep talk because Now I really want to jump into getting started and look at some of those numbers because this will make it more real for you. 
Let's talk about getting started early. Do you remember playing Monopoly with your family growing up? It's one of those games that single-handedly managed to wind up everyone's emotions, probably because all of the parallels to our own life. Winning a game of Monopoly requires patience, skill, negotiation, cooperation, hard work, and a handful of luck. You feel the elation of winning, the disappointment of being broke and taking out another loan, alongside the frustration of continuously paying rent and tax to someone else, all in one simple board game. Sometimes you move one step forward only to take two steps back, and it can feel like you're continuously running in circles or ending up in jail. There are many similarities between playing Monopoly and this game we call life. There are winners, losers, and many of us who just get by. Some people grow their wealth through chance, others through strategy, and many just get there by making sound decisions over a long period of time. Now there's proven paths that you can follow and rules that make the entire game a little bit more straightforward. And the great thing is that with the availability of information nowadays, you can work out the game's rules for yourself and build wealth through investing. So what's the trick? Unfortunately, the boring way to build wealth takes time and patience and isn't glamorous. It's about making decisions every day that will put the you of tomorrow in a better position. This is one of the reasons why some people don't take this path, because it's not going to make you a millionaire overnight, but maybe in 20 years, it's a little bit more realistic. Another reason why we don't start is that we think we need a lot of money to invest. Thankfully, that is just not true anymore. Despite what you may think, investing is accessible to everyone in Australia now, and you're probably already doing it through your superannuation. You can also start with micro-investing tools that allow you to start with just $5, which I'd encourage you to look on the Perla website for more information about. You also don't need a complicated strategy to get started. Forget those images of the lab coats and trading floors you see in the media. It's just not reality anymore. For most people, investing isn't about the charts, numbers, and inside scoops. It's about finding a simple, cost-effective, and diversified solution that you can put in place and monitor, making the occasional adjustments. Now, your first investment doesn't need to be that next big stock your flatmate told you about or some high-risk leverage product. It's important to throw showing off out the window as an investor. No one's really going to care down the track that you found something more exciting than them to invest in, and your brokerage account is frankly going to thank you. That's not to say that once you're confident with the basics, you don't step up your game and start incorporating different products or researching individual companies. As Owen Rask and I always tell listeners of the Australian Finance Podcast, investing is about little bits, lots of times. And it works. Having a small starting balance and committing to a regular contribution plan is a much more realistic way to invest rather than waiting until you have the perfect moment, the perfect starting balance, the perfect strategy, the perfect investment option. Throw the word perfect out of the window. You are never going to have the perfect everything when it comes to investing. The more important thing is that you get started. Now, I know how nervous you can feel when getting started with investing. You're putting your hard-earned dollars into companies, properties, bonds, and other investment products that have huge warning labels on the side. Things like past performance does not equal future performance. 
high risk, general information only, returns not guaranteed, and many more. However, for a bit of comfort, we can look historically at how different asset classes like Australian shares or property have performed and see just how much of a difference investing can have over someone's lifetime. There's a really great tool Vanguard have on their website where you can explore global asset classes over the last five decades, and I've got the link in the Perla ebook. Now, let's look at the numbers behind everything we've just discussed. It is time to talk about the magic of compound interest. Many people in the finance industry will tell you there's nothing free when it comes to investing, except perhaps compound interest. If you've ever wondered how people turn $1,000 into enough to retire on, the secret weapon behind this is compound interest. Okay, so it's not quite as magical as Rumpelstiltskin turning straw into gold, but I'd say it's pretty close. Plus, it's a lot more realistic. Long story short, compound interest means that your money grows over time as the income and capital growth on your investments compound. Just visualize a snowball right now, okay? You've got that snowball, you're at the top of the hill, and the longer you let that snowball roll down the hill and the more snow it collects as it goes, the bigger it gets. Now, a website that's really great for new investors to check out called Investopedia has a great breakdown on compound interest you can check out. Plus, there's a formula if you want to use that to calculate Otherwise, the Money Smart Compound Interest Calculator, which is just a quick Google away, is a great way to visualize what we're talking about here. If you start investing with just $250 per month, assuming a 7% annual interest rate, and continue doing so over the next 50 years, your snowball will grow into a life-changing amount. Over 50 years, investing $250 every month with a 7% annual interest rate, you'll have over $1.2 million. I've included some more numbers in the Perla ebook, so I'd encourage you to check that out. However, you can go and put in the numbers that sound realistic for your own circumstances into the Money Smart Compound Interest Calculator. I think this is a really important part to do practically, so I highly recommend you go to this website or any other compound interest calculator try different scenarios and write down what your results are and get a feel of what compound interest could do. You'll learn more about different types of things that you can invest in to benefit from compound interest throughout the ebook and on the Perla website, of course. Now, if you want to get to financial independence faster, you're going to need to invest more money on a monthly basis because you're going to have a much shorter time frame to let compound interest work its magic. If you want to be a millionaire in 10 years and we're still assuming a 7% annual interest rate, you're going to have to invest around $6,000 every month to get there. So you see how if you want to speed things up, the amount you invest has to change quite a lot. And I'd really encourage you to look at that calculator and see what could be sustainable for you. Now, the fast route is certainly possible for some people and some high-income earners, couples, that kind of thing, but it's not going to be for everyone. However, it's really important to make sure your financial independence goals don't stop you from living a meaningful and fulfilling life right now. If you're currently in a stage of life where you're making a significant income, selling a business or inheriting money, you could take advantage of this and 
reach your financial independence goal even quicker. Otherwise, I'd encourage you to focus on a more sustainable route towards financial independence that you can really stick to over the next few decades while compounding works its magic on your investments. Head over to the ASIC Money Smart Calculator to try these calculations for yourself. And there's also another great calculator called the Money School Fire Supply Calculator. There's a link in the ebook, otherwise, just give that a Google. Automating your finances is another great thing to consider to ensure that you maximize your ability to compound your returns. Now, Ramit Sethi is one of my favorite personal finance writers who talks about the importance of automating your finances. And I want to read out this quote from him. By setting up a bulletproof personal finance system, you can start to dominate your finances by having your system passively do the right things for you. It will help you automatically manage your money guilt-free for years to come. Automating your finances means that things can happen in the background and there's some great resources out there and I'm really passionate about this idea that you can automate your savings goals, automate those bills, automate your investments so you don't have to make a new decision every month about what you do with your finances. You can set your plan, automate it, and then just check in on an occasional basis. So that being said, I actually created a course all about automating your finances, which is available for free on Rask Education. And I did that with the team at Perla. So you can have a look at that. So have a think. Tonight, when you get home, Think about what parts of your finances could you automate. Work out your plan and spend some time implementing it because you'll really be thanking yourself in years to come for just making your finances immensely easier and less stressful to deal with. Okay, well, it's time to talk about making mistakes. And making mistakes is something that's going to happen. We've talked about throwing the word perfect out the window because there's no perfect when it comes to your finances. So let's talk about making mistakes. Of course, it's better to make these mistakes early on in your life, but we don't always have the luxury of starting our investing journey at 18. The most important thing to remember is it's good to make these mistakes yourself. You might choose to use a financial advisor and accountant to help you with everything but you need to ensure you're fully involved in that process and taking ownership of your financial future. Remember this, no one is going to care about your finances and your future as much as you will. No one. You can pay people who are incentivized by money, reputation, and hopefully a desire to help you, but they will never have the same passion as you do for building a life that you love. If you're working towards your financial independence goal over the next few decades, the most effective approach is to start now by investing small amounts lots of times. Don't focus on investing everything at once. So many people I talk to go from zero to a hundred straight away. They just want to do everything instantly without sorting out all the basics. I really encourage you to just work out a plan. The simpler, the better. If you can fit it onto one A4 piece of paper, you're doing it right. And then find a way to start investing on a regular basis. At the beginning of your journey, when you're just getting started with saving and investing, it can feel like a lifetime before you reach your first $10,000, $100,000, and you might feel like you're never going to reach your fire number. 
However, that's exactly why it's so important to build an investment plan that's sustainable for your life. This plan should ensure that you can maximize your enjoyment over the coming decades while also achieving your goals. If your investing goals are making you miserable, then perhaps they need to be reevaluated and adjusted until they better align with your life. Because there's absolutely no point working your butt off to reach financial independence and not having any fun in the meantime. Life is so short. Do not forget that. Now, although this is slightly less related to everything I spoke about above, one of the reasons many people don't start investing is because they're scared of making a mistake. So let's talk about some of the common mistakes investors make at any age and any skill level, I might add. If you've watched some of those documentaries that poured out on Netflix during the last few years, you'll see that some very smart people with lots of money and fancy degrees also get scammed, defrauded, make investment mistakes. So it's not just you. You just have a smaller scale to make them on and hopefully you just make them with small amounts of money, you learn from them and you don't repeat them. When you enter the world of investing for the very first time, everything looks like a potential opportunity and everyone online will be telling you something different. Look in one direction, you'll see someone promoting CFD trading, another direction and they'll be spruiking stocks and turn around and bam, you'll find an IPO for the next big thing. I get it. I do. Everyone's got something to sell or a point of view to get across and maybe it really did work for them. But investing can feel confusing enough without all these distractions. But that's what they are. Distractions. And you don't want to waste years of opportunity and your hard-earned money chasing the next big thing. Because investing can be quite simple if you can look past all the distractions and get rich quick schemes. And that's one of the great things about Perla's website is they keep things simple. They don't have lots of flashing lights and colors and buttons trying to pull you in a million different directions. Remember, all that glitters is not gold. Now, sadly, I didn't come up with that quote myself, but uh, someone clever out there did. Now, to save you some time, here are 10 ways you can lose money when investing. It's not an exhaustive list, but it's a few things to be mindful of when navigating the minefield that is Google or any Reddit or Facebook forum. Another thing you should be wary of. Firstly, the great Aussie barbecue tip. Essentially, when your colleague in the break room or your uncle at the barbecue goes, hey, did you hear about this company? I've just put $10,000 in. It's going to be the next big thing. And people jump in without doing any research. And it often ends badly. Number two, online forums and stock pumpers. There is a lot of money and incentives with investing. And sometimes people recommend something that they are incentivized to promote. You do not know how people are incentivized for a particular viewpoint, a particular recommendation. So make sure you ask those questions. Number three, not questioning a free lunch, a property seminar, a portfolio review. Another reason to look at the incentives behind why someone is doing what they're doing. All right, number four, jumping on trends. You have probably all seen this with lithium, drones, marijuana, stocks, crypto, gold, oh, GameStop, people jumping on trends and they get picked up and hyped up by the media. 
Some people make money, most people don't. Number five, jumping onto IPOs and crowdfunding, another area people don't do a lot of research because there's a lot of hype involved. Number six, your investments are in someone else's name. Be really careful that you are the owner of your own investments. Your money is in your name at all times. Number seven, the returns promised out of this world. Another area where many of us go wrong. Someone promises us 20% or 30% return in a year, and a month, and we jump in because we want to speed this journey up. Because as I spoke about, it's a bit slow and boring and sometimes we just want things to go faster. But this is often where people go down a track that means they lose money, they lose all their money. Number eight, you do something complicated like sending your money overseas in an effort to evade tax. Paying tax in Australia means you've made some money. Don't overcomplicate your finances with complex strategies and entities just to evade tax because you might end up making your life a lot more complicated than it needs to be. And remember, your finances can be simple and simple works. Number nine, deciding you're the next big day trader, something that many people started doing over lockdown, just jumping on, buying things, selling things, not really doing any research. That's not what we call long-term investing. And long-term investing is something that Owen and I are very passionate about. You're buying things that are going to set you up long-term. It's not something we want to be buying and selling on a daily basis. All right, number 10, having no idea what you've just invested in. Now, this is something that I've done before, Owen's done before, many people have done before, but it's really important to have a good idea of what you're investing in, where your money is, who's looking after it, and make sure you understand the tax implications, you understand the different legal entities involved. Just make sure you've got a good understanding of the investment you're making. Whether it's a stock, a managed fund or property, make sure you do your research before making an investment. Ensure you understand the costs, risks, management and read the appropriate documents before committing your hard-earned cash. ASIC Money Smart website has some guides on how to do this. So what are you waiting for? Investing is now accessible to anyone with an internet connection and a bank account in Australia. I really encourage you to continue making your way through the rest of this fantastic resource. There are so many different pieces of information here. You can catch me every week on the Australian Finance Podcast. We have heaps of free education, some we've done with Perla on Rask Education. And remember, start investing as soon as makes sense for you. About Kate Campbell from How To Money. Kate Campbell is a financial educator who loves talking to anyone who listen about one of our most taboo, but very important topics, money. You can find her doing everything from writing articles on personal finance, to creating free online courses, to running the Rask online community, and trying her hand at social media. Pretty much anything to do with personal finance and Kate's involved. Kate has also created the Rask Fire, Career, and Automation courses. Previously, Kate worked at Citigroup, InvestSmart, and Timelio, and sharpened her teeth in the industry with multiple financial operations and investment administration roles. She holds a Bachelor of Business Management from the University of Canberra. Kate also hosts one of Australia's top-ranking finance podcasts, the Australian Finance Podcast, which attracts 70,000 listeners each month. 
We hope you enjoyed this chapter of Aussie Fire. For more inspiration, head to perla.com slash explore to browse our resources, calculators, and community insights. Perla is an authorized representative, number 1281540 of Sandlam Private Wealth Proprietary Limited, AFSL 337927. Knowledge is power, especially when investing. So always seek advice and or check out the relevant disclosure document for any financial product, including the PDS and TMD before deciding, which is available from the product issuer's website. When you invest, your capital is at risk and past performance is not a reliable indicator of future investment returns.